This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to Jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Hi, Jay. Hey, Bri. I was a minute and 20 seconds. That's not too bad. What's up, everyone? But I got my beer. <laughs> it's not a summer Sunday. I know Jameson had me on the clock, so... Uh, hopefully I made it in time. He's still in the green room, so we should be good. I'm sure he doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got uh, a few cold ones in front of him as well. So what's going on, everybody, man, we got some, uh, folks in the chat already. Charlie, what's up, Charlie P. I don't try to pronounce his last name cause I would butcher it. <laughs> Chris Funk is in the house. Richie Lockery. Gene Wilson. Gene said, hey, Jay and Brian. Hey, Gene. <laughs> right on. Well, we got uh, Jameson Redding in the house this evening, guys. Um, he's got some big news that just came out today. Going to talk about that and all kinds of good stuff. And we got an announcement at the end. Little little paddle and fin meetup action in October. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll drop the details at the end here, man. Uh, without further ado, let's bring in the man with the plan, Mr. Jamison Redding. <laughs> the plan, <laughs> huh? Yeah. I mean, I hope so. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute. I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll throw you back in the green room. We'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> right back after these messages. Brought to you by Miller Lite. And if you yeah. guys are watching, this is a fine Pilsner. Just <laughs> sell it, bro. Sell it. Sell it. It's not working. Yeah, it never has, but I keep trying. Well, man, you had some news drop today. We'll get to that. But uh, for those tuning in that may not know who Jameson Redding, the legend, the myth, <laughs> the man, who he is, give us a brief background, I, my man. I think the myth is probably the only accurate thing that you said. Because <laughs> I, I don't know where this all comes from. Uh, but, yeah, it cracks me up every time I hear it. I'm like, people don't really know me that well, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Like Jameson, who? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you guys are confusing me with the whiskey drink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's or the popular, you know, hotel chain. That could be it. Uh, yeah, there's a Jameson Steakhouse close by oh, here man, too. I've never tried, that, but I bet I could cook a steak better than the Jameson Steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. They got a, you know, 
they got a brick and mortar shop. They might be pros at it. I don't know. You guys see what's right there? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that a Traeger? That yeah. is a Traeger. Nice. And it's not just for looks. Anyway, yeah. sorry. I got distracted. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, so, Jameson, who is he? Uh, well, I'm a proud father of two beautiful kids. My wife is actually sitting just on the other side of the computer in the house. She just put them to bed. So, lucky in that category as well. Um, and at some point, uh, I think probably most people just would really like to not hear what happened before fishing, right? Like, you know, the kayak fishing thing is kind of let's start the history there. Sure. Um, but yeah, at some point I just uh, decided that construction work wasn't as fun as kayak fishing. And I was spending most of my time looking for days off to, to hit the water and go um, be around people that were doing the same thing that I loved and, you know, kind of fell in love with the community of kayak fishing, not just the actual sport of it. I mean, got into kayaks to fish because I was trying to access water that I couldn't get to. So it was never necessarily because I wanted to be a kayaker. Um, you know, it just was a tool to get the job done. But once I got into the kayak community, I realized like, Hey, these, these guys are all right. You know, it's, it's a different mindset. It's a different, um, and, and you guys know it. I mean, you're in the thick of it. Um, kayak fishermen are, are they're, they stick together, um, whether they, you know, believe certain ways or on different political sides of the fence, it doesn't seem to matter. Like, um, so kind of fell in love with it and just eventually figured out a way to slowly, you know, make a living doing it. My wife would probably say that I spend more money to try to make this job work than I yeah. actually do make a living doing it. But, um, I wouldn't trade it, man. Like, uh, so that's, I mean, that's it, man. Just passionate about fishing, passionate about kayaks and kayak fishing in the community more than anything. Nice. I love it, man. Yeah. I mean, your name has always uh, been thrown around. I first heard it from Mr. Randall here and um, you know, you're a man behind the camera as well. I always see your photos and video footage and stuff popping up all over the place, which is cool. Or yeah. Kayak Angler Magazine. Um but, you know, you've been with Jackson Kayaks for a long time. You were part of their media house. And now you're stepping into a new role. Mm -hmm. um, head of kayak fishing development. Is that well, correct? I, I, we're calling it lead. Um, okay. And so basically what's what's going on there is, um, you know, Jackson Kayak has grown super fast. Um, mm -hmm. And they're one of the only independent. There's a few great independent companies out there, but. Um, there's not a lot of independent um, companies in the game now that, you know, they've become part of bigger brands and, and whatnot. And so what I'm getting at is you got a lot of paddlers and a lot of fishermen that are trying to figure out how to deal with the growth and the, and the business aspect that that is Jackson. And, um, you know, over the years, you know, when say the Kusa first came out, which I've, you know, literally been in a Jackson since then I pre-ordered one when I saw they were coming out with it. Cause it was a river boat. Um, it was smaller and easy to, to nail a target because it was like, there wasn't, there wasn't anything else. Right. Like that was one of the first like specific boats for a specific type of fishing and, and whatnot. Um, and so throughout the history of Jackson, I think that the growth and just like, you know, trying to, to stay ahead and stay innovative, um, has, you know, been a struggle. And basically somewhere along the way, the team has grown, the demand for boats has changed and become different. And, um, so this position, uh, is, is no more than just to, um, take the voice from the team and listen to the dealers and listen to the consumers and, and see what the consumers are already doing with their product and what they want. And then just channel that through me to the, the R and D team. Um, and, um, so it's, you know, I, I don't know, uh, I fish a lot of different, um, types of fishing types of or areas, types of fish, everything like that. But I, I don't, I'm not the expert in any of those categories. So we have team members, we have, 150 plus team members that are the experts in these different categories. So, um, you know, they've got, they, their voice just needs that, that way to get in and, uh, to be a part of that development process. So that's my position, man, is just to be the voice of the team 
and try to help lead it in the right direction uh, as we make decisions on what boats and 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 what things need to change uh, on things that we already have out and how we can improve on things that we have out and uh, what that next big step is um, for Jackson Kayak as far as the fishing goes. Um, so there you, right. that, that's kind of it. <laughs> right on, man. Well, real quick, speaking of Jackson team, uh, Jackson team member Steve Carroll says, hello from the delivery room. Did they have the baby, Jay? Do you know? I, they're in the delivery room, so oh, I don't well. know if they're doing it yet, but if, well, if, if they have it sounds like it's happening. I feel like maybe you should not be on your phone, Steve. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I get it. I understand where you're coming from because I've been to the delivery room a couple times and anything to take your mind off of it, but someone there might not like the fact that you're hanging out with us right now. But he's saying Ashley said hi. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's not hi. That's die. Yeah. It's a D. It rhymes with hi. But. Yeah. Well, in the, oh, it's hilarious. Either way, congrats, Steve and Ashley, on the new baby. Um, if it's a boy, in honor of this podcast, just name it Jameson. There you go. There you go. <laughs> They're such great people, man. When Jay and I were out there, I mean, it, it was actually, I don't remember if it was actually my birthday. Was it actually my birthday or had it just happened or something? Anyway, it was, I think it was, it may have been my birthday, but um, I came and, and she had made um, a cake that looked like the happy face, oh, like the yeah. Jackson happy face. Oh, <laughs> like, that's cool. great. Yeah, awesome. yeah. I never met them. I mean, you know, I, I never had been in their house or anything before, so. Yeah. Um, no, nah, they let me park the motorhome in their front front yard and still power for a few days. Nice. While we chase yeah. the elusive giant sturgeon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How'd that go? Yeah. I heard Jay. Well, somebody failed. got the redemption. I, however, have a lot of really cool rigging footage. <laughs> yeah. 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 Beautiful sunsets. Yeah. It's just amazing. I mean, uh, we had a great time that, but it was. Yeah. Well, and that speaks blew, to the community right it. there. I'm traveling across country in a motorhome <laughs> with kids, and I pull into somebody's house I've never been to, plug into their outlet, still power, and they make me a birthday cake. Like, it does not get any – we have literally, in my opinion, Jackson Kayak, and I think the community in general in kayak fishing, but Jackson Kayak has one of the best teams in the business. We've got some of the greatest people, but just from Gene and Chris that I see are watching, there's a bunch of them watching, like, you know, a salt of the earth right there, just – um open open arms and just let you you know come hang out still power eat your food um (laughs) and then just you know bye (laughs) yeah so no anytime you want to steal my power come on over yeah i think you're spot on man i mean um i know i've had numerous invites you know uh, anytime i was traveling anywhere to a tournament or hey man we're camping here why don't you come stay here things like that man i mean i think that uh that definitely speaks for yeah. itself um, yeah for, for sure. sure man i see uh a question over here i'm like monitoring the Aaron, well. you, aaron's <laughs> question here yeah Is i didn't any... know if i should should touch on that yeah yeah why don't you um i didn't I... know if you'd want to but is anything going to change with the D- jackson brand I see Eric Jackson is focused with the Apex watercraft. Yeah, so Eric has, you know, went and, and he started Apex, and it's kind of a a tier above, like, anything else as far as, um, you know, fully carbon, lightweight. Price point is just, you know, um, the thing looks sick. Um, but as far as what's changing with Jackson, I mean, yeah, I would say things are changing, but if anything, I would say it's almost getting back to uh, the roots of, of what Jack, what makes Jackson so great and, and just taking a step back. And, um, over the past few years, we've come out with a ton of boats. Um, and I think right now what what our goal is, and and COVID had a little bit to do with this, but it's also been a a good, uh, I guess you'd, you'd say a good exercise for us internally as a brand. Um, we want to make sure that when we come out with a new product from here on out, that it is literally the best product that we could possibly come out with. And we want to believe that it's the best product on the market. Um, and, and there's a lot of great stuff out there and I'm not saying that we're going to be better than anyone or any specific boat, but we all want to be super proud of, of what we're coming out with. And we want to all work together to, to come up with what we're going to come out, out with so that, you know, we all have a, a little, uh, you know, dog in the fight, if you will. Um, and we can be proud of it as a brand. And uh, so w- when you look at what we're going to 
change. I wouldn't say that anything's necessarily changing other than, you know, we're just taking, uh, we are making sure that the right processes are done to get us to that next level um, and to continue to, to come out with great product and great, you know, paddling boats and, 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 you know, pedal drive boats, whatever it may be, whatever product we launch, we want to really be able to say, this is the most badass thing out there right now. Um, so no changes really just, I would expect you to see it uh, more outwardly show what kind of a family we really are. Um, and when I say family, we, you know, we still got a lot of the Jackson family, Dane, and Emily, and then, you know, and Nick is, is there as well. The, the hardcore whitewater people are there and they just launched the antics 2.0 and it's just done great. And that was a, a perfect example of what can happen when the team comes together and works on a boat and, um, they're all proud of it and out there pushing it. And that's, you know, the direction that fishing's is heading as well. I like it, man. I like it. Um, I will say this. Jay can elaborate if he wants. The Jackson Liska is great for whitewater as well. <clears throat> Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. <laughs> I mean... Was it great or did you just survive? Because it sounds no. like you just survived. No, you know, it, it's... Uh, it, so when I was in Tennessee, I went down um, those rapids. I think uh, uh, Dustin went down them too. Because I went down, I actually, I went down because Dustin did. You got it. Which and rapids are we talking about here? You got the ones. So yeah, what is that? What is, what's where? Where's where's that place where we all gather? Like over oh, Rock down Island. Like, yeah. So right off to the right. Yeah. Like those, all those over there. So like you so, paddle up the flat water, and then you got the little waterfalls or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I've gone down that when it's been kind of rough, you know, but as of recently, <laughs> like, um, I realized that the Liska doesn't handle too good in, like, rough water. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I didn't get wet or nothing, but I was, I kind of bailed. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I think that's a good decision most times. You know, you try yeah. to ride it out and you end up with a kayak on top of you. <laughs> well, yeah, and the thing was, I was totally, fully committed, but I, I got, like, hung up on rocks, and then I had more time to think and more time to think, <laughs> and Brian's about ready to kind of fess up to something in a second. I don't, know, I saw, what you, I don't know what but, you're talking about, dude. But I saw him have some issues, let's just say, <laughs> and uh, I started, like, the wheels started turning, like, you know, going, you probably shouldn't have dropped in at this uh, Whitewater Park. That was stupid. <laughs> like, why do we do this? Were there like, fish you know, there? That's well, there's fish below it, and that's what we were going to. Kind of I, I got you. Okay. Yeah, but I was like, "How wet do we want to get?" Like, you know, because I mean, the first the first drop I went in, I was already wet. I was like, "All right, this is awesome." I took on water. I was like, "All right, let's just keep going." <laughs> <laughs> what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, yeah, Brian. What's the worst that could happen? You could uh, go for a swim, lose your sandals, and then drive home an hour and a half barefoot. <laughs> yeah. I feel not like that's still not the worst. That it's happen. not the worst. It's not the worst, but I got feet. really like, still he, sucks. He got, feet, so. <laughs> he, he got really lucky, dude. I turned around. I just heard a noise, and all of a sudden, I see Brian like up to his neck, like almost in water. And I'm like, oh, I was like, so this isn't going so well so far. <laughs> I think that happens. You know, I, I mean, I can't tell you the number of times that you, you, I've been in a situation where I'm like, you know, I probably shouldn't have just mm -hmm. done stayed out here or or been here, you know, like we were down in Panama, Chris was there and it was great watching, it was great watching Chris cause he'd never really been, you know, beyond the breakers in that, in that scenario, which it's not the break. Like the launch is not bad there. Um, it's that you get out there and all of a sudden you get these big swells that just break wherever they want to break sometimes. <laughs> and you're just like, that makes no sense. Why, why are you breaking out here? Um, and we were out there and, you know, everyone's just kind of looking at each other like, well, no one else is freaking out. So yeah. I got to keep it together. What actually all of us were freaking out and all of us were just looking at each other, like waiting for like, someone else to give yeah. us the like, okay, to be scared. Look, yeah. <laughs> and, 
And so, you know, after the fact, we're like, maybe we should, you know, not been out there uh, during that particular, like, point in time. Um, but I will say, no one flipped. Everyone handled it well. I was in the high position in, in the Kusa FD, which, looking back, I'm like, I don't know how I stayed yeah. in that boat uh, in the high, which is a testament uh, to what that boat can actually handle. And, and it could have something to do with that dagger board or something. I don't know. But, yeah, it was an interesting time. Um, for sure, <laughs> but I think we all have those moments where, we're like, yeah, this was a bad idea. Oh, yeah. Gene oh, yeah. Wilson asks, "What is scarier, beyond the breakers or white water?" I think I think they both for me, and you guys can answer this as well. But for me, they both can go <laughs> sideways real quick. And I don't yeah. know if, I mean, I guess the scary thing about being beyond the breakers is that you know if you're not out there with with people around you and whatnot, like how do you, you know, it's not like you're going to just get washed out or, or, mm -hmm. or whatever at the, at the bottom of the rapid. Um, and I haven't really been in a super hairy whitewater situation where I didn't have people around me that knew what they were doing. Um, and I really haven't been offshore that much without having people around me that knew what they were doing. And that's a comfort, but, um, yeah, you feel a little bit more alone. I feel like in the big water though, uh, to be honest, I can get that. I get that. Well, man, so now that you're taking on this new role, are you still going to be part of the media side of things? No, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, in fact, this year, um, and again, I, I, everything's kind of changed with, with the way COVID's affected um, travel and uh, just being able to hang out with a bunch of cool people. Um, we were talking about this before the you guys went live that, you know, we wanted to have a, a kind of a big Jackson team hangout summit, whatever you want to call it. And we kind of put that on hold because, you know, we don't want to have 150 people sh show up and something, you know, go sideways or somebody gets sick or whatever. And um, so this year, before all this happened, the plan was to really travel the, the, the country here um, and and try to visit as many team members in as many different uh, waterways as possible, um, get dealers involved. And we really wanted to focus on um the continental u.s i know we do a lot of trips and um and the reason we do is a lot of people are very kind to us and offer us trips in exchange for media so sometimes it's cheaper for us to go to these awesome locations which sounds crazy um than it is for us just to drive halfway across the country um but yeah the focus this year and the plan this year was to to get as many team members involved getting um show what our team's all about show what the people are about what they're doing what their waterways have to offer um, what their local dealers look like. Um, and so that is the plan uh, going forward once we feel really confident that we can, um, you know, get back on the road and, and get back to visiting, you know, the community like we were talking about earlier. Right on, man. Right on. I mean, <laughs> Jason says he wants to come snuggle. <laughs> Who said that? Jason Ricketts. Oh, that's he's probably <laughs> talking about your beard, man. Yeah, can we well. Block him? You gotta be careful because it's like Velcro. You can get stuck in there. <laughs> I've had uh, friends. <laughs> you know. Aaron Arvelio is asking again, uh, or with another question: How many Jackson kayak fishing pro staff is there? At one point, and and I don't know the exact number, and I really should. Um, but at one point we had over 200, uh, counting our European team and we had team members in Australia and still do. And, um, so, you know, we're somewhere between, I think in the 150 plus range, um, for sure right now, I don't have the, uh, exact number for you. It's a lot. I used to know everybody by name and that's, <laughs> and that's sad. And now it's like, I want to know everybody, but it's a lot of people and it's just, I mean, it's, it's amazing the the people that we have because um they're just like everyone every, i haven't met a bad team member yet right on yeah man i can attest to that i i never met anybody that was bad or had a salty attitude or anything like that man it was just yeah. always everybody looking out for everybody and trying yeah. to help each other man um, yeah it's good stuff man it like you said man it's a family not a team so yeah for sure i love that So, Jameson, <laughs> you know, I, I feel I like something's coming. <laughs> no, you're <Hold> good. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> get prepared. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of people don't know too that like you're also involved in other things other than kayak, like yeah. skiffs and other things of that. You want to go into some of that too? Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, my whole thing is just I love being involved in 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 anything fishing, anything outdoors. I mean, it's just a passion of mine to travel and meet people and you know, I've got ideas and, and I'm, I've worked with, um, salt marsh and Ancona, um, skiffs and they make some just, I mean, bomber skiffs that are, um, awesome for the, really what we do with uh, the kayaks when it comes to like red fishing and inshore fishing, you know, you can get in skinny water, you can get in places quiet, um, and you can get into places that, you know, you couldn't get a big boat, um, or you'd spook the fish and it's kind of, you know, I, I don't want to say the transition from kayaks, but it's like if you want to cover a little bit more water, but still have a lot of the advantages that you have from a kayak, the micro skiff and the technical polling skiff world has um, got a lot of things going on. So it's just it's just cool to me um, to be a part of of that. And I run a couple of boats that are like 14 feet long and nice. um, I'm always like tinkering with them and outfitting them and rigging them. And I recently was working with Boondock some to come out with a um a, like kind of a grab bar center console that you could have all your rigging you know a lot of that's from the kayak world you know kind of bringing that over how can we rig this thing quickly easily but be able to remove everything right so it's a little console you got your battery in it i threw a dakota lithium in there it's powered by with yak power just like i've got on the blue sky um and then you pull two pins you can pull the whole thing with your depth finder your batteries all your electronics just come right out of the skiff and you know, you can walk in in the house with it and not worry about someone stealing it. And it's just doing cool things like that, coming up with ways to like, you know, marry things that you learn along the way from different aspects of whether it's, you know, filming with people uh, in the outdoor industry and learning from different producers or working with kayak people and then kind of taking that over to the skiff world or bringing something maybe from the skiff world to the kayak world and just um, realizing that, you know, no one really talks sometimes in the different uh elements or whatever the industry and it's like once you can kind of like bridge some of those gaps you can come up with some cool stuff yeah that's cool man i mean that all all that stuff kind of relates to each other um, Oh, for sure you know like i i thought it was genius i think it was last year the year before yak attack came out with like the uh the rod holder system for small john boats and things mm -hmm. like that man and it was oh, like yeah why they weren't in that game from the get-go i don't i don't know <laughs> yeah i mean you know and I mean? it is just the thing it's 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 a different audience um and that audience is starting to cross over quite a bit um with the growth of kayak fishing and i yeah. mean you guys probably remember this too but we used to walk icast you know six seven years ago and nothing was kayak fishing like yeah. um you know there was a couple of kayak brands there um but there was no no marketing materials no photographs no um, you'd walk into a booth and try to talk, have a conversation with, you know, trying to pick up a, a sponsor or, you know, get on staff with somebody. And they were just like, yeah, what, what, we don't, you know what this kayak thing is. And, and you walk a show like that today. And I mean, you can't look without seeing pictures of people kayaking products for kayak fishermen. Um, you know, just all the big brands are embracing, uh, that this is a real deal sport. So with that, that with those eyes being brought to the sport, you are starting to see um, that crossover audience where people that are in John boats are familiar with what the kayak guys are doing and vice versa. Um, but it takes time because it is different. It is a different audience. And um, so even though the product works great over here, it's just, they don't know about it. And, sure. you know, you got to figure out how do you target, how do you target those people and, and get them aware Um that that product exists and would work for what they're doing as there's a misconception that kayak guys are, you know, they don't, they're not fishing hardcore. They're not, you know, um, from that angle, a lot of them, they don't realize the type of fish that we're chasing, you know, I mean, right. you got people like Jim running around, caught 40 something Marlin from his kayak. You've got people targeting giant tarpon. You've got, um, I mean, it's just, unbelievable what you can accomplish in a small plastic boat and i think people are starting to really see that now and that's where you're seeing those products start to cross over i mean how cool is that i know you're like an og man you've been in the game for a long time to see <laughs> that transformation go from like nothing kayak related to i think 
last year's show was like half kayak stuff from what i understood oh yeah it was it was huge for sure um i mean it's been interesting because you feel like you know it's going that way and, and i feel like when i came into it it was kind of booming right like um you know that's what brought me to the sport is uh, i'm sitting here watching you know J jim salmon's in the kayak fishing show i'm like dvr in that thing and i'm like holy crap look what he's doing from this plastic boat and I just want to go on the river. This, this will definitely work for that. If he can do sure. what he's doing and you know, you know, his show, would, I'm trying to think, I, I know I saw some of his videos that were being put out and then Chad was starting to, you know, kind of make a name for himself at, when I kind of started fishing from a kayak as well. Um, and then drew as well, um, you know, seeing what he was doing in the rivers and that's kind of what spoke to me too, was because around here where I live in North Carolina, it's, it's river fishing. And that's what kind of ultimately led me and a couple of buddies to buying kayaks was how do we access that water? Now this was before the Coosa um, had came out uh, and before it was even being developed when we, when we first got into it, but you start kind of researching, like, how do you do this? And, and you start to see uh, these guys that are kind of um, leading the way. And some of them like, like Jim has been doing this, forever before you know there was kayaks even remotely designed to fish off of him mean, he's doing it off his surfboard out in california um and you've got people that have been doing that you know for years and it's just like it took it that long to get to the point where it was you know when i got into it where you were starting to see um some rod holders and stuff like get put on kayaks and, and some of the brands were starting to have tracks and look at high low options for seating and, and being able to stand and that kind of thing. And then, you know, fast forward to the day and it's like the options are just <laughs> limitless for, yeah. I mean, if you, if you, if you can't find a kayak to fish out of right now, then you just, you just don't need to be, you should probably just stay home. Like there's so <laughs> many great options and there's so many um, brands that are just doing a good job of, of offering, you know, something for everyone. Um, and, it is crazy to see how it's blown up and it's crazy to see how brands outside of paddle sports have embraced it as well. And, and, uh, you know, brands like, you know, brands that are in paddle sports, like NRS, I see that they're watching and, and bending branches is another good example that have embraced the fishermen. Um, you got yeah. brands that have been in, in, in paddling in paddle sports and water sports for a long time. But for one of those brands to think outside the box and go, Hey, this kayak <clears throat> fishing thing is something that we should, you know, pay attention to, and what do they need from us? What what can we do to a paddle to make it more friendly to a fisherman? And it may sound simple and silly to do a couple little things, but it's not just about what they did to help the angler. It's the fact that they're going, hey, we were trying. We want to be a part of this. Yeah. Um, and NRS has done a great job. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm with NRS, but I'm with NRS because of how uh, impressed I've been about over the years of how they've just constantly every year, year after year, really listened to the, the kayak fishing community and try to come out with product that, that bridges that gap between um, the angler and the paddler. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's cool to see, man, it really is. Uh, you know, the days of having to rig stuff out of PVC in your garage, <laughs> unless you just enjoy that kind of thing, you're kind of gone, you know, Yak Attack and has, has nailed all the accessories. You've got brands like Ray Marine that are, are making product power pole. I mean, all these huge brands that are just making it easier for us to do this. And it's, it's awesome. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt at midwayusa.com. We understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. No doubt, man. I mean, with with the trends going the way they are, uh, and I guess this is kind of twofold because it's, uh, I guess, more geared towards the tournament angler. Like you had to paddle, then you went to pedals. Now it's motors. Mm -hmm. I mean, what are your thoughts on that, man? You know, for me, again, it all came down to, there's like, a, I don't know if you guys heard that, but there's like an 18-wheeler that just hit his Jake break. That is not me. That is 
somewhere else. <coughs> you hungry, bro? Hit, you uh, hungry? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chris Funk is really excited about the pygmy sunfish, by the way. He's like made like six comments about it, so I felt like we should address it at some point. Um, but uh, for me, getting into kayak fishing in the beginning was all about uh, what was the best tool to get me to where I needed to go to catch the fish that I wanted to catch. Again, it was never like... I want to find the hardest way or the most pure way um, to go fishing. You know, it's, it was about, this is the right tool. It's going to allow me to access water that I couldn't get to because we were waiting and you just, you had people on land on each side of the river. Right. So it's like, you're looking on Google earth and, and you're like, there's shoals right here that would hold smallmouth. How do I, how am I going to get there? Do we get a canoe? Well, that semi works until it fills with water and you sink it. <laughs> trying to run some small rapids, you know, um, and ultimately it led us to the kayak. So I think for me, it's not, you know, I don't have really an opinion on what people do with their boats. If they're having fun and they're using it to get out there and catch fish, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like if, you know, that's you, then do you, you know, like if that's fun. And I think Luther from Yak Attack actually said one time, you know, don't tell me how to have fun. And it's always stuck with me. And I've quoted him like a hundred times. Sure. Um, so thanks for that, Luther. But it is true. I mean, it's like, if that's you having fun, if that's how you get out there to enjoy it, it's kind of the same as if you got the hardcore bow hunter or the hardcore flying where that's like, yeah. oh, I'd never throw a spinning rod or I'd never use a gun. Um, but that's because that's what you want to do. It doesn't mean that that's what everyone's capable of or wants to do. If, you know, putting a motor on the back of your boat, I've got, you know, skips with, you know, gas powered motors on them. So Very if nice. it gets me to the fish, man, I'm all about it. Um, as far as the tournament thing goes, I think it's just kind of up to, you know, whatever um, the demand is. Obviously, uh, you know, you, you've got a couple of great options now in the bass world. You've got the Hobie series that is, you know, man powered only mm -hmm. and there, there's debates that have happened over the years i used to fish the ifa and there was always a debate well i mean if you're using pedals that's not really a kayak yeah. but again it's like i knew that going in that pedals were allowed it's it's a hobie sponsored ifa thing i chose to paddle you know but i never looked at it like well we should all have to paddle if i wanted to do that i'll just make a tournament where you can only use the paddle and then people sure, that want to sure, do sure, that sure. can join yeah. that tournament but if you're okay if you want to be a part of that tournament and they say it's okay to use a motor, then that's your choice. You got to go, Hey, I'm going to use one. Cause I feel like it's a competitive advantage. If you don't think it's a competitive advantage, then just paddle or do whatever, you know? Um, so that's kind of my stance on it is like whatever. I mean, I just think it's cool to see what people do with their boats. And if they're out there having a good time then I'm not, I'm not judging. Like you're not a pure, like we're not purist anyway. We're yeah. all using, Roto molded boats. There was no rotom on it. Like go carve one out of a tree and go paddle it if you're that much of a purist and do it with a cane pole or whatever. Like, you know, stab a fish with a stick or something. But, I love it. I love it, man. I love it. Um well, I <clears throat> go ahead, Jay. Now I was gonna say, like me and you have talked before. I think out of anybody I've spoken with about motors, you probably have the most experience with all types of motors for the most part on all different kinds of stuff. When you agree, I mean, I, testing aspect. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely like to play. Right. So like my first, uh, my first kayak, I put a, um, it was a wilderness systems commander one twenty, and we had some tarpons too. Um, and on the commander, I kind of did the whole, like chop the motor guide, or I think it was a Minn Kota, um, chop the shaft, put it on the back. I've got a hook steering up very much like what the torpedo is as far as like how it steered and everything and um, just kind of piecemealed it together and, and, and made it work and, you know, came up with ways to. They're coming to get you, bro. Yeah, yep. You know, you <laughs> would think I live like in a big city, but I'm like in the middle of nowhere. The interstate's just like super loud tonight. I don't know. I think, it's you like, gotta, I think you got to move, dude. Yeah. It's like several miles <laughs> from here. I don't, Sounds like trouble. It's terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. It's the world we live in today, I guess. But, um, <laughs> anyway 
yeah, I mean, I've always tinkered, you know what I mean? And I rigged that boat out. I had two deep cycle batteries in the thing set like that far from like literally just taking <laughs> on water. And you, you get all that done and you're like, I don't even know how I'm going to get this on the truck. It takes you like an hour to set it up and rig it. And so you kind of like devolve um, very quickly to just like give me the Kusa and a paddle and I'm, I'm good to go. You know, and then you realize, okay, well, that's great for rivers, but what about my inshore stuff? And so then, like, you know, I got the chance to work with Torquedo, and I'm like, holy crap, this is awesome. You just put the throttle down, and we're gone. You know, and all your buddies are like, oh, I would never do that. Next thing you know, you're towing four or five guys yeah. behind you that would never do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Um, it's like, oh, oh, really? Yeah. I've, I've towed somebody once. Yeah, why don't you sit back here and chill while we go to the spot, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, so it's always fun to do that. But um, and then with Blue Sky, it's been a lot of fun, too, because, you know, I think from the start, we all looked at that thing and we're like, oh, can I put a motor on it? Like, yeah. <laughs> how big, how big can yeah. I go? Um, and Tahatsu actually was nice enough to send me. They had a propane five horsepower coming out, which is actually their six horsepower gas motor that they converted to propane. And uh, that's too much power for the blue sky, just in case anyone's <laughs> out there thinking about putting a five horsepower on the back. Getting um, out of plane? No, that's the problem, right? The holes are not planing holes. They're designed to pedal. And, yeah. Um, so what happens ultimately is you just kind of dig like a hole, and then the boat goes <laughs> into that space that's underneath the boat. Um, and then water's just, like, coming up from everywhere. Um, but that being said, you throw the the 1,000 water, the 1103 Torquedo on there, the three-horsepower equivalent, um, or, like, a, I've seen guys with, like, a two-and-a-half-horse gas motor, um, and the thing scoots along, like, really nice. Um, and then I've been playing, too, with the motor guide on the front. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a little bass buggy, man. Like, to be yeah. able to sit there and spot like that dude and just move around. Um, and then on my skiffs, I've got um, a 20 on one, a 15 on another. I've got a boat on order right now that'll have a 90 on it. So that'll be like my progression. And I've had boats in the past. I used to live in Florida and had center consoles with old smoky Johnson motors on the back of them and stuff. So, nice. um, yeah, I like things that, that go. And I think f speed is relative to the vessel. So you'll see me with a big smile if I could get my blue sky up to 10 miles an hour. Where, you know, I'm pushing for 30 in my 14-foot skiff. I'm like, how do I get – I'm at 28. I'm like, I got to find two more miles per hour. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, but, uh, but, yeah, so I do like to how, play with them. With how fast have you gotten the BSB up to so far? Um, well, the day we put the five horsepower, we did see it break like 12, but that was the point of, like – it's sinking like it just sounds like scary. We've got, we've got, we, we just not like we don't want to show anyone this. I have video of it, but I'm like, we just, uh, this is not recommended. <laughs> like, you can yeah. show me, I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. And, and but that what, what it told me was is that the evolution of that product, um, you know, one day I would like to see. And I saw in the comments because I, I keep glancing over, and, and somebody asked me when the when this Jackson skiff was coming out. Um, and that's what I see the blue sky like evolving into eventually is just a small little skiff, you know, bass, little bass boat or whatever, little, you know, solo platform that's super stable. Um, you know, so ho hopefully we'll get get there one day with that product as well. And 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 because that's what people are doing to it, man. They're putting motors on yeah. the back, trolling motors on the front. You guys have seen the owners groups and whatnot. And you know, I want to I want to see that product evolve. I think it's got a lot. I think it's got legs for sure. Yeah, dude, it's it cruises, man. I mean, I know there was times where I'd be in the BSB paddling or pedaling uh, next to Jay in the big rig HDFD, and it was like we were neck and neck the whole time. And yeah, you know, a lot of people are like, "Man, that thing moves pretty quick for how big it is." And I'm like, "It does," and that's that's the cat hole, man. You know, you're, yeah. you're you've got a lot less resistance, a lot less surface. Yeah. Um, area on the water. So, uh, and, and originally the, if you saw the very first design for that boat, the, the idea was for it to be more of a wreck platform, um, that would have some speed to it. Um, sure. of course they made the mistake of showing it to a bunch of fishermen. They were like, well, <laughs> I want to stand there. I want to do this. And we got to put two power poles on it. Cause one's not enough. And 
so yeah, it evolved to where it's at. And I think that it's still got a lot of room to be tinkered with and improved um, in every aspect, really, um, for sure. No doubt. No doubt. It's a fun little boat, man. Uh, I, I, dude, I miss being in that thing. <laughs> I, I, I let my old man take it out this past weekend, and uh, he had a good old time. And my old man's a big dude. You know, he's probably about the same height as me, 6'4", but he's probably got me by about 100 pounds. And, dude, he just loves running around in that thing. I and think he's the 60-some years old, you know. The cool thing about it is there's a lot of people out there that like the idea of kayak fishing but just can't quite do it. And it, yeah. and it sounds crazy mm-hmm. because there's a lot of boats out there like the big rig. And, I mean, New Canoe's got some super stable boats um bonafide everybody's got a super stable boat right but sure. still just that like i can't do it in a kayak um well, but people can step onto that platform and just they're like holy crap this is a dock i'm standing on the dock right now um, yeah no so, doubt man no doubt i mean jay and i could attest to this you know just being at the the fishing shows and stuff dude and having that bsb on on the showroom floor you know it's like a lot of old guys stop and they're like i could do that yeah. That over there, I could never get out of the seat after an hour. But this thing, I yeah. can do that, you know? Yeah. And I think that's cool, man, because that's bringing a lot of people that wouldn't necessarily getting into the quote-unquote kayak fishing deal um, just because of, you know, physical aspects, you know, getting older, aging, you know, whatever it may be. Um, but that type of stuff, man, they they could do it no problem. Yeah, it's great yeah, to see sure. see that option for those folks. You know what I mean? It's been really neat to see how people have taken what we've offered and just made it their own. You know, and and I think that's what, like when I say evolve, I mean, and part of my role, I mean, is to see what people are doing with our products and, and go, hey, why not give them something that is made to do what they're already trying to do with it in the first place? And then. Um, you know, building the right team around whatever that product may be as far as taking people from our in-house team. You know, like I said, we've got upward, oh, close to 200 team members. And it's like out of that, out of those guys we've got and, and gals, we've got some of the greatest, um, you know, people for whatever element that is. So we build little teams around those projects that fit that project. And we just keep bouncing it back and forth until we're like, this is it. Like we got it. Yeah. And then we test the crap out of it and then we bring it to market. So um, you won't see us coming out with as much as we have in the past, as far as, you know, every year it's like, Oh, they've got two, three new boats come out. Um, that's probably not going to happen for a while, to be honest, because I think we really want to concentrate on nailing it. Like, and, and whatever we do, we want to do it the best that we can possibly do it. And also make sure that everything, all the elements that go into that product, are nailed as well so it's not like we're dropping the the ball in any part of it like even if we nail the boat but let's say you know we need to tweak the drive or something to work better um then we got to make sure that all those things are you know uh where they need to be to go with that that product launch and um so kind of to come full circle back to it but that's what it's about man it's like listening to um, what people want and what they're doing with the product and then finding the right people to be able to to get those answers for them and and come out with it i'm gonna give you one suggestion bro fix the rear tank wells bigger need to fit a black pack (laughs) (laughs) yeah well it's It's like people want to be able to access the rear patch and then if you look at a lot of boats they have bigger tank wells and don't have access um but yeah no i agree it's it is frustrating when you're like which side do i put the rod holders on and i got to figure this out and put it in there the oh. first piece of advice is free. After that, I'm going <laughs> to start charge. charging you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I charge by the minute uh, for interviews. So. Oh, well, in that case, uh, yeah. thanks for talking. Uh, we all got to <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, no, um, no, that's the thing, man. It's like just being able to sit down with the design and, and have several people's eyes on it because that's something that might get missed if you are designing something in a bubble. And um, Sure. Sure. I feel like we have one of the best R and D teams out there. These guys are great, you know, but if, if they're not getting the feedback that they need for whatever reason, if they're not hearing it, they don't know. And so they execute what they think is what they're supposed, you know, what is, what should come out. 
Sure. Um, and we've got guys like like Brad Cisco and, and and Tony Lee and Nick in there. And um, I, I wish I knew his real name, but we all call him Goat, and I feel really bad about that. So Goat, if you're watching, <laughs> Charlie probably knows because Charlie's watching. I have only ever referred to him as Goat, and he's only been called Goat to me. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I don't know your real name, Goat. How many has this been? Jackson uh, family, bro. It's been the whole time I've been there. There's Goat. There's Tony, Goat, this is, Brad. This Nick. is our brother, Goat. And these are the guys. Goat. These are the guys. But uh, uh, yeah. There's Sorry. always one guy in a he's shop that's got a he's, weird. He's there's a, yeah. There's always a uh, one <laughs> oh, guy there in it is, the shop. Charlie, Jonathan Glover. Glover. I knew that. I was testing Charlie. Good job, Charlie. You did a great job. <laughs> figuring out what but my That's point test, is, bro. these guys are, are awesome, and they can take what they're given and really, you know, execute that well. Um, so it's it's our job as the team, and my job as the the lead for this development thing, to take that message and make sure that they're they're getting that message, um, so that they can execute what what's out there. So that's cool, man. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish; it's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I dig it. Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie saved the day. Charlie's a good dude. <laughs> Look at Vincent joining us late. Vincent, you got all these fanboys. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he said Jay. He said, what's up, Jay? Andy. Hey, man, I told you you were a legend at the beginning of this. You talking to Jay? No, you. The oh. myth yeah, behind the legend. Definitely not me. <laughs> yeah. These are all just people I've hung no. out with. That's Jay the secret to my success is I drive around the country and I crash people's houses, steal their power and their booze, and then leave. And yeah. Somehow they're like, that's a cool dude. I don't know how that works. Yeah. I want the same gig that you got. Just saying. Like I said, you have figured it out costing, in life. It usually ends up costing more than, uh, than yeah. I, you want my credit card bill to go with it? Like, <laughs> Not it. Like Charlie said, just don't give him the truck keys. Hey, Charlie's oh. the one that I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know why he's saying don't give me the keys. He's the uh, one that got the the Jackson kayak truck stolen. That I think that's what he was referring to. Don't yeah. give him the keys. Yeah, don't give Charlie the keys. Oh, he says me. I see it now. Yeah, don't give me the truck keys. Got it. <laughs> we got a question from Aaron in the chat. Uh, will there be any updates, modifications to the flex drive? Yes. Yeah, so constantly looking at how to improve upon every aspect of what we're doing. Um, so do I have, you know, a hard, like, yes, this is changing on the flex drive or this isn't. Um, but there's constantly, you know, uh, feedback from the team um, and inline changes to just make it improvements. And so I would imagine that you will con continuously see us try to improve upon that design and, you know, get to where, you know, it, it is flawless. Um, that's our ultimate goal. And I mean, it's mechanical and we make plastic boats and anything mechanical is prone to fail at some point. Um, but we look at every failure and, and that's Charlie who's on here is a huge part of that, uh, working with the warranty stuff. And, you know, it's not something that like, when those come back, that feedback is what goes into how we improve upon our product. And we really utilize that feedback to figure out, because like I said, we're all users of this stuff and we want to come out with the best thing out there and something that we're all proud of and that we can use every day and be happy with. So um, to answer the question is, I think it'll constantly be uh, An evolving. Yeah. Um, but is there like changes on the list right now? I, I couldn't probably say. Right on, right on. Um, this was a question from the queen herself, Mrs. Jean Wilson. You like that name, Jean? Because it fits. She, I mean, <laughs> dude, the queen of monster bass. Yeah, no, I mean, she's just awesome, period. Like, you guys know. I mean, totally agree. Yeah, totally agree. Um, will there be more Tech Talking Tuesday episodes 
on the Jackson Kayak Facebook page. I would love to do that. I'll tell you what's weird, and you wouldn't think this would be that hard. It is, and you guys, you guys might run into this. I'm sure you do, actually. I can't find people that just want to ramble on about stuff. I need more people <laughs> willing to get on there and talk about random tips. Um, and I just, I struggled there for a bit to, to fill the slots. And I mean, it was during the middle of COVID when we were doing it, but yes, we have talked about bringing it back. I want to bring it back. I want to also record it so that we can have a podcast because I think, I think it's great to hear, um, tips from different people, uh, in the industry. And also, you know, when it comes to baits and rigging and rods and stuff that might not be necessarily kayakers, but. You know, if there's a guy out there that's like the 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 guy I know, like I had some of the people from Z-Man on talking about chatterbaits. Well, I learned a lot because even though I throw chatterbaits, I just go to the one I've always went to. So, um, yeah, I would love to bring it back. Um, I need like help with lining up guests. That's where my <laughs> that's where my brick wall was, and and I probably just didn't. I I probably just wasn't good at it. You need an intern. Brian wants to be an intern. Oh, just, yeah, just call me. I'll yeah. set you up. <laughs> yeah, I'll just line them up. up. We'll knock them down, man. Because I think I think it had I think it's great to hear, um, and, and I want to include as many of the Jackson team guys as possible. But it, uh, also, if there's you know someone in the industry that is like the guy for that tip, sure. Like I think it's important to to get that out there and and learn. I mean, that's how I learned to be a videographer. That's how I learned to take pictures. And I'm not great at it, but everything I learned was through you know, watching videos and talking to people and asking questions to, and I've been fortunate to work with a lot of great people. Um, but I like all of us go, you know, to the web or uh, to someone that we feel like is an authority on that subject to get information, to learn new things. And and so to bring those people in, and have that, I think it would be awesome. Um, so, so did you just say you're not good at photography? I mean, Dude, I don't want to be conceited. I, I how many I'm trying to be humble here? Give me like huh? two more beers and I'll tell Dude. you how awesome I am. <laughs> <laughs> how many Just kayak angler magazine covers have you had? I actually have never had a cover of kayak angler magazine. Wait a minute, what? And I've been on the cover thanks to Chris Funk, but I have never <clears throat> gotten a cover shot. And that it was a goal of mine yeah. for a while, and I had this whole thing of cover shots that every time I would send one in. There would be something where it was like, if this was, if the fish was over here just slightly, I'm like, all right, I've had I'm, photos in Kayak Angler magazine. I just haven't I'm, had a cover. I'm shot. canceling my subscription right now, bro. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're junk. Actually, don't do that. Chris has a lot of awesome photos in there. Yeah, Funk <laughs> fun takes a lot of great. I will say this a lot of my photos have been used in marketing, you know, content and magazines yeah. and shows Take. and stuff like that. And it's always awesome to, to see your work when you're you, you walk in like i cast and you're like hey i took that photo and i took that photo and that catalog photo's mine and um so it does make you feel like hey you know i am i do know kind of what i'm doing <laughs> i like it i yeah. like it we'll keep them around for it's now. kind of a it, right. you take a lot of photos and you try to be in the right locations and then usually you just come back with like one really good one and you're like <laughs> Like here's 500, but there's four in there. Four in there. They're awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. Um, suggestion for your tackle talk Tuesday. Uh, I think Chris Funk needs an episode on pygmy sunfish. I honestly think Chris Funk should be the, the guest host for pygmy sunfish because <laughs> I think so too. I mean, he'd know that. He'd know no the one in this, in this chat that knows more or is more excited about pygmy sunfish than Chris Funk. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like I almost want to ask about it, but uh, I, I don't even I, know what it is. <laughs> if we if we ever design a fishing kayak dedicated to pygmy sunfish, it is one hundred percent going to be the Chris Funk signature series <laughs> pygmy sunfish. <laughs> I picture oh, it like a I picture it like a ten foot sun dolphin with a bluegill painted on the side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's actually going to have like you know how the FD has the little like hole in the middle where the folds yeah. up. You yeah. just open that and fish through it like with a really short <laughs> ice fishing rod right over the bed. Yeah. I imagine pygmy sunfish have beds. 
<laughs> so that's it, Chris. We're going to have a tuna tank again, but it's going to be the pygmy sunfish. <laughs> oh. you, you could call it the Funkin sunfish. Oh, that's good. <laughs> just saying. You that's know, good. I got to start charging for this stuff. Yeah. I think the three of us, really, we can just I think hey, we man. Can just start a kayak brand right now. <laughs> that's right. Chris, Let's do it. In. We got to have a launch project. He'll be, he'll be our new... Uh, our first pro staff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it that launched bro staff? It was one of the companies. They're like, forget pro staff. This is bro staff. Bro staff. Yeah. Yeah. I did do that. I can't remember. Somebody did that. <laughs> I forget who it was. I remember seeing it though. That's hilarious, man. Well, um, we're winding down to the hour, man. We'll give you the floor. Any shout outs, thank yous, anything like that, man. Anything exciting coming up that you want to share, man? It's all yours, bro. Man, I just want to, I mean, I obviously want to give a shout out to Jackson because um, they've believed in me and given me the opportunity to, you know, it's like you show up and you're like, hey, I want to do something. And like, what can you do? You're like, um, I don't know. I can grow a beard. <laughs> I can do that. Like, you guys, yeah, you I'm pretty good at that. Like a, um and you know for them to just go hey grab a camera and point it over there and if you can figure that out we, we might give you money eventually um so no a big shout out to them for just like giving me the opportunity to grow with them as a brand and and also a big shout out to them to to take this opportunity right now in the last year or so and, and take a hard look at who jackson kayak is and how we can you know um continue to be a brand that's going to be, you know, in the conversation when you're looking for a fishing kayak or, um, you know, want to get out on the water period for that matter. Um, and so it's been awesome to see over the past years, the internal stuff is happening. And I think now um, everyone outwardly is going to start seeing uh, those changes that have been implemented as it, as it kind of grows out from, from inside. Cause I mean, it, you know, we've, we've revamped the whole, the whole thing has been revamped and, um, I think everyone's excited about it and now that's starting to leak over into the team and it's going to leak out into the, into the world. And, and Whitewater's already been able to accomplish that with the launch of the antics 2.0. And um, yeah, so there's going to be some great things uh, coming out and uh, I'm super excited about the opportunity to be, you know, kind of a, a real big part of that and, uh, and to be helping. I got to read Chris's comment here. Oh, well, thank you, Chris. I thought it was going to be a pygmy sunfish. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, there's got to be something about a pygmy sunfish. No, thanks. I mean, and that's the other thing. I want to give a big shout out to the team. Today, I've been overwhelmed with messages, thank yous, personal messages. I've tried to go through and thank everyone individually. And at some point, I'm just like, holy crap, I didn't even know. Like, it's just awesome because it does it does kind of give you um, a hint that you have like had a positive impact and that's always been the goal, right. Is to, is to, in, is to influence someone in a positive way and not bring people down and, 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 and try to, you know, move the needle if you will, and, and bring people to this sport. And it's really because I'm passionate about it. Um, and you know, there's times throughout the years where you're like, maybe I just don't need to be, you know, doing this anymore. And, and so I want to thank, you know, my wife and, my support group, my family and stuff for just going, Hey, this is, you know, you need to go after this like this. You obviously love it. And uh, so I've been given that opportunity. I've got a lot of brands that I work with that, you know, I'd like, you know, basically it's like, say, thank my sponsors, but I mean, it's, you can't do it without some of these guys. And it's more than just sponsors. I've known Andrew from bending branches personally that for years, I've known David from uh, NRS for, for years and, and, and uh, I've got a great rod sponsor with um, Bill Batson, Batson Enterprises. I mean, these guys have, have helped me, you know, take that next step. Luther from Yak Attack. I mean, I could go on and on about all the, the companies that I've been fortunate to work with. And they've given me opportunities to do things and, and to be able to make a living in this in this great like industry. Um, and so just thanks for all of them, you know, for believing in me or pushing me or helping me. Um, when I needed it and giving me those opportunities, man, like it's, a, uh, it is a community and without that community, like I wouldn't be doing this. I hear you, man. Um, I think it's, uh, pretty easy to say that, uh, you've definitely made an impact on the industry in one way or another, man, just seeing, uh, 
you know, all the kind words after the announcement dropped today and things like that. But I mean, things you've done in the past as well, man. So mm-hmm. don't sell yourself short, brother. I mean, uh, you're doing good stuff and we know you'll continue to do awesome stuff. So yeah, I appreciate uh, that guys. Huge, and I appreciate huge, you guys having me on. Man. Huge congrats, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Anytime when you got a, when you got some juice to spill on the new designs that you've been working <laughs> on, just let us know, man. We'll, oh yeah. That'll that definitely happen. Um, you know, it's going to take some time. We want to make sure that I'm telling you right now, like what we've got in the works and, and the plans. And again, it's plans. It's, it's uh, taking a step back and going back to the drawing board and really going like almost putting blinders on and like, let's not even worry about what everyone else is doing. Let's do, let's do Jackson kayak. And um, yeah. so it's going to take a little bit of time, um, but we've got the right people involved and the team is very involved and, and going to continue to be very involved as we move forward. And I think it's going to really show. I'm excited about it. I love it, man. Love it, brother. Thanks for uh, joining us tonight. Um, real quick, guys and gals, before we kill this thing off, uh, we talked about it at the beginning of the broadcast. We got a little meetup going down <clears throat> in Tennessee on Dale Hollow. <laughs> Uh, yeah dale hollow um there's lodging they are out of cabins they got uh rooms in luxury houseboats that you can rent out for 50 bucks a night uh there's plenty of room we're gonna have um barbecue and uh a bonfire on saturday night love to have you guys we're gonna limit it down though so um if you want to call and make reservations we're gonna post this up on the paddle and fin podcast facebook page um with all the info and uh look forward to seeing some of you guys down there what's the date again i don't see it uh it's october October 16th 16th through the 18th 18th. so a little over a month away so it comes well i mean it's definitely always a thought that that is the day after my uh 15 year wedding anniversary so it's possible that i could sneak away celebrate the anniversary and then (laughs) shit there you yeah. go man get one of the rooms bring the wife you know and then slip out in the morning she's <laughs> <laughs> like why do i why are the i got the kids and i'm just not there <laughs> just, just, you know. <laughs> i think that's pretty much what we did when we were at steve's house yeah. <laughs> like at three o'clock in the morning yeah there ain't nobody up at three well except ashley yeah, no, I think she was like cooking breakfast. I don't know, dude. dude. Like, that's it's, it's, yeah. Like, I'm telling you why. Like, out of every, everyone's wives I've ever met, his, like, like Ashley is, you know, just so awesome. I mean, she might, she, like, she's letting him watch her show from the delivery room. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Congrats again to uh, Steve and Ashley Carroll on their new Absolutely. baby. Very cool. All right, guys and gals. Until next time, tight lines. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler. The Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. TRC Covers, protect your investment. Catch Products, shout out to Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com and put the Paddle in Fin logo directly on your catch board. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20, and save 20% on all your jig and tackle needs. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.